Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hello guys, welcome back to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. My name is Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And today we are joined, I was going to say gathered by, <laughs> that's not it. We are joined by Jane. Hello. <laughs> or Pippin. She's back once again. Um, yes. So today we are going to do Dream Thieves, um, second book in the Raven Cycle. Mm-hmm. And I figured our opening question this time would just be something easy, which was, what were you guys for Halloween? <sighs> Bridget, do you want to go first? I was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be Ray from Star Wars, but of course mm-hmm. my costume arrived the day after Halloween. I can't so believe mad. that. So I had to like do a look. I had to do a last minute Amazon like costume, but I was Mothman and it was awesome. It was, I was, so it was amazing for like yeah. super last minute. I loved it. It was so cool. And like the way you did the wings mm-hmm. was very fun. Very, very, very cool. Fun. That right. made me so happy. All the people like either got who I was or they were like, what's a cryptid? I'm like, Bigfoot, Mothman, he collapsed a bridge, you know? Uh, they right. got it or they didn't get it and I right. didn't try it. I'm a black moth like, <laughs> for the. I'm just a certain people. type of moth. Like, Very specific moth. Yeah. Man. Ay, ay, ay. Amazing. What about you? Jane? I was also a very last minute closet cosplay of Wirt from Over the Garden Wall. And Yay. nobody knew who I was except for my friend Vanessa Aww. and Katrina. But that's okay. I was still happy Aww. with it. Right. It was very yes. adorable. When you sent us pictures, I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> Perfection. Yes, thank you. Also, really good for like a last minute put together thing. Elijah would be. Ah, yes, he would. Of course, he would. I'm <laughs> very happy about that. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I was Hades, but like a 1920s version of Hades. It was, so it was cool. yeah, fantastic. I'm so happy. Yeah, I originally started off. I was just going to be Hades, like just playing Hades. Um, but uh, Disneyland does a thing called like Dapper Day. And people always dress up as, like, either, like, they do flapper stuff or they do, like, 1950s, like, poodle skirts. You just, like, dress like a like a character, but, like, in a dapper way. Mm-hmm. And um, when I saw people, I was like, well, since I'm going to be Hades, like, a Disney character for Halloween, I might as well just try to, like, transfer that over to, like, my dapper day outfit. And I got so into the dapper day <laughs> outfit that I was just like, no, this is going to be my, like, I bought, like, a flapper dress and I got, like, the headband and, like, the wig I would already plan on buying for, like, my actual costume. So I already had that. But I was just like, nope, I'm in love with this too much that it's it's going to be my new Halloween costume. So I was just my dapper day outfit, which was Hades. It was, it was perfection. As a flapper. You could wear it to, like, a murder mystery party. Right. In the future. Really and could. I wasn't sure it was going to transfer very well, but my coworker said he saw my Instagram post and he was like, oh my god, you were Hades mm-hmm. and I was like excellent it's the blue hair if you didn't have the blue hair it'd be like Whoa. I think it's the blue hair and then his little brooch and mm-hmm. the fact that I was wearing like a toga type mm-hmm. thing yeah I think that helps she also had gladiator sandals I did have gladiator so sandals cool. thank mm-hmm. you Amazon literally everything was from Amazon I loved it <laughs> bless Amazon right <laughs> came in clutch last minute for me too. <laughs> I know for everything being bought like a like a like literally like five days before halloween it all mm-hmm. came out really yeah. well for you i painted my wings the night before i yeah. needed it i needed it on friday for work so i was staying up to like 2 a.m and the wingspan i was like <laughs> i was messaging them like guys i, <laughs> I underestimated like, how big it doesn't even fit my room floor <laughs> yeah i had to do a like, half of it wait for it to dry i had my heater yeah i looked like a a floor troll, Aww, floor troll. like with like my rachel? heater just yeah yes, <laughs> rachel, rachel maxi rachel maxi Mm-hmm. Floor troll, floor goblin. 
I was going to say, it was epic, though, because you'd be standing there, and you're like, okay, you're Mothman, and then you would, like, open your arms, and it was like, oh, my God, Mothman. <laughs> did you this screech like Georgia? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think I did when me and Lindsay took a picture. I think I yelled at her. Amazing. Yes, then. there is a picture. She was like, them. I want to see. She's like, we should take a photo that looks like I'm attacking you. So <laughs> she, like, jumps in the air, but, like, mind you, I'm a good, like, five inches taller than her. So even when she's jumping, I was like, okay iconic it was adorable the picture is amazing i love it it's my favorite photo of you guys of all time it's so good it really is it made me so happy that was a great one shout out to my friend alex who took those photos and he got like he got the jump and then the picture after like the photo after the jump which i think is even better because we're just like laughing our asses Uh, off i'm not one to like pose so i get kind of like anxious about it so i'm like i'm just gonna attack you and i did it once and i'm like and that's it. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> right. And I know. The it. fact that he got lit it perfectly the first mm-hmm. time, I was like, I love it. Because it was just so genuine. Because you were just like, we should do this. I'm going to do it. Boom. And like, he did it. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it was amazing. No hesitation. She yeah. just attacked. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> so, now that we've ranted about Halloween, one of our favorite <clears throat> holidays, probably our, our, is it your favorite holiday? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Jane? Is it your favorite yeah. holiday? Yeah, Thanksgiving is a very close second, but only because of very, food. <laughs> right, same. Spoopy season. Honestly. And hanging out with family. I would say yeah. we're Just still the fall in, in general. We're still in spoopy season, in my opinion. Yes. Right. It's up until the weekend before Thanksgiving. I'm okay with people putting up Christmas decorations after Thanksgiving, but this whole mm-hmm. like November 1st nonsense, Mm-mm. y'all are too much. That's way too early. Y'all yeah. are too much. No, the day of Halloween... When I woke up, I saw a Christmas commercial, and no. I was like, fuck this. I was <laughs> right? so mad. Right? November 1st, like, mm-hmm. Disneyland put up the damn tree. I was like, can you not? It's ridiculous. Rude. Uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> Let me clear my throat, because I'm the one talking this time. Yes, Bridget hey. is going to be doing the summary. Because I'm going to be doing the next one, because it's all about my favorite boy. She so. has to do the Adam book, so. Yes. Yeah, I have to. So. We've planned it out. <laughs> we it's have. We have. So okay. here's Dream Thieves. <laughs> yes, I shall start. So um, in my opinion, but I'm pretty sure it's like well known, the Raven Cycle, like each book is its own character's book. Mm-hmm. Like Raven Boys is very much Blue's. Right. Dream Thieves is Ronin's. Lily yes. Blue is Adam's. And then Raven King is Gainsey's. Or yeah. Gainsey's. So. Sorry, I always say Gainsey. It's fine. We all know who you're talking about. Yes. So we are doing Ronan's book. Lots of angst. Mm. So here we go. (laughs) Lots of angst and dreamy Uh, things. So in the prologue, we learn that Ronan has three secrets. The first being that his father pulled things from his dreams. The second secret is is one that Ronan never even admits to himself or the reader until the last page. (laughs) <laughs> and the third secret is that Ronan can also pull things from his dream just like his father so we jump to Blue's perspective where she is trying to convince herself that she likes Adam more than Gansey even though she is starting to notice things about mm-hmm. Gansey that are very so not unromantic things about him <laughs> like oh he has a nice mouth he has a nice laugh I like Adam more shut up fate like i know every every time she notices i'm like girl it like killed me this whole part because i was just like my boy (sighs) i was a living so of course you (laughs) i love games that's what i like we talked about this in the last Mm -hmm. book how it's very bittersweet because it's just like you know it's gonna be them and it's super adorable that Mm -hmm. it's them but at the same time it's like they're sad adam and blue are like gonna get hurt but it's like whatever (laughs) (sighs) so uh blue plus all the boys are meeting up at 
the top of a hill to test out one of Ronan's dream items that he... Oh, he also spilled his third secret at the end of the last book that he can pull things oh, from yeah. his dreams. It was like literally the last line of the book. Yeah. He's like, by the way, I pulled chainsaw out of my dreams. Oh, yeah. And it's like the end I of the book. I vividly <laughs> remember like, that. What? Because I rented that from the library and then it, <laughs> I finished it at like 11 p.m. And I was like, wait, what? No, no. I need to read more. But the library is closed. <laughs> I was Maggie so loves, mad. freaking loves cliffhangers. Honestly. Jeez Louise. Her last lines in every book. I'm just like, ah. amazing. My God. Wait till you get to the Dreamer trilogy. My God. Oh, I'm excited. And I'm, yeah. <sighs> Very excited. So uh, Ronan man- or manifested a toy model plane that doesn't have an engine or a battery. And despite it lacking these, it flies perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then Gansey calls Ronan an incredible creature. Aww. Aww. And normally that sounds like an insult. But from Gansey, it's like, oh. From Gansey to Ronan. Ronan's like, oh, my God. Best compliment. Uh, <laughs> and then Blue admits that she's a little bit in love with all the boys with their magic and strangeness. Aww. Same, Blue. Same. Yeah. So, Pip, would you like to cast your boys in Raven? Or Raven. Blue? Yes. Mm-hmm. All my babies. And then we can also remind or refresh everyone and then let you know who we cast. Huzzah. I did look, but I also forgot. So (laughs) this was the most difficult thing to cast. I I love all these, uh, everybody so much in this book. (laughs) And so I was like, this has to be perfect. It's really funny because either for me, it was either like I knew right away or it took me like five years. Yeah. Yeah, Katrina helped me (laughs) Me a lot with this. She would, we would bounce ideas off of each other. And I was like, no, but. Mm-hmm. This other person who's very similar to this person would be perfect. <laughs> so she nice. takes some credit. Uh, number one is blue. I chose uh, Jenny Ortega. Oh, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. yeah. I love her. I know her as young Jane oh, from Jane the Virgin. Yeah. So let me see. I know her from you. <laughs> oh, I know her yeah. from Jane the Virgin. <laughs> and then oh, perfect. for... Uh, Richard Genzi the third. I had I got uh, <laughs> Levi Miller, the kid from Pan. Oh, yes. Oh, Pan. I forget about that. Right. <laughs> right. And then for Ronan Lynch, I cast Jack Dylan Grazer. He was difficult because I was like, who is Irish looking but also very angry <laughs> looking? Must be Irish. <laughs> yes, must be Irish. Or could be oh from uh it yes yeah right? yeah it and shazam yes yeah oh mm-hmm. very cool i think we all casted at least one it boy we did <laughs> stuff um okay who's your adam lucas hedges oh yeah yeah he was almost my race really amazing mm-hmm. yeah yes he looks very soft and sad so yeah, Manchester by the Sea, uh-huh. Lady Bird. He plays a lot of sad boys, so yeah, he does. <laughs> that works. Honestly, yes. And then uh, Noah, did you cast someone? Yes, Ferdia Shaw, or for Fer- Oh, uh, he was Artemis in Artemis Fowl. Oh, yes. Yeah, he has a sweet boy face that you like, I don't know want to protect. Like yes, I, I want to protect that boy. So there you have it. Mm. So you kind of casted people in like their like young 20s, older teens. Yeah, I wanted to make it as age accurate yeah. as possible because I absolutely hate it when it's older <laughs> actors and you can tell they're not in high school. Like 30 yes, year olds. Absolute worst. So yeah. I was trying to get age appropriate ish people. Mm-hmm. So 
Nice. Yeah, Lindsay very much so. She's awesome at it when she casts she casts people that are like the exact age of the character. It's impeccable. And then all of mine are yes. like in their twenties, so like mid twenties, yeah. nice. young twenties. Do you want to go through ours? Yes. Uh, sure. We can go those through those quickly. All right. Um, blue. You want to do yours? Uh, yeah. So my blue is her name is Blue. <gasps> blue Hunt. Uh, that's And then perfect. my Gansey is Alex Wolf. <gasps> yes, glasses and everything. <laughs> that's weird that her name is Blue because she definitely looks I know. how Blue looks in my head. So I casted them like months ago. <laughs> Yay. Uh, and then who did you do again, Lindsay? Uh, I did Daphne Keen from Daphne. Logan. Oh, yeah. And Dark Materials. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing actress. She is. All right, Gansey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I showed her Blue and Gansey. Oh, my bad. Um, for my Gansey, I did Jaden Martell, who is from It. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. I definitely looked mm-hmm. at him for peeps. And then my Ronan was Taylor John Smith. And then my Adam Parrish was Miles Heiser. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can look it up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Forgot. And then my Ronin was Aiden Gallagher from Umbrella Academy. <gasps> And then my Noah is Noah Schnapp from um, <laughs> Stranger Things. Yes. Noah Schnapp. Noah Schnapp. Noah Schnapp or is because, it you know, Schnapp? I think Schnapp. I watched a thing of him and uh, Millie. Mm. He's like, I'm Noah Schnapp. Cute. So adorable. He knows yeah. how to play a very ghostly sad boy. Aww. And then Noah, I casted Charlie Plummer. Uh, oh, and then Barrington Welk, I did a uh, Oh, I forgot my Adam. Whoops. Pen Badgley. Oh, I'm sorry. You go. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, my Adam is uh, Lewis Partridge from Enola Holmes. Ah! The main boy from Enola. That's brilliant. I love him. He's British. such a sweet boy. <laughs> he's British, right? Yes, he's British. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, my Noah was Charlie Plummer. And then my Barrington Welk, the murderer, was uh, Penn Badgley, <laughs> who also plays a Amazing. murderer. Amazing. Yes. My Welk was also pinned back. Nice. Um, that's beautiful. Who was, who was my Welk? I did. Oh, oh, we'll oh, oh I did Josh O'Connor. Oh, I didn't actually. What? I didn't actually include Welk's thing. So she oh, yeah, because he's dead. Yeah, yeah he did. Who did you cast But I Welk? casted um, John O'Connor. John O'Connor? Josh O'Connor from Emma. He played the, the priest, the like asshole weird priest from oh. Emma. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's oh my in. Oh, um, yes. Right? Oh, he's in The Crown, isn't he? The Crown, he? yeah. Yeah. Oh, never seen The yeah, Crown, yeah, so yeah. I know yeah, he's got a, a face you want to punch. I've never I've seen The Crown either, before. but we have casted him before. Amazing. I forget. Oh, yeah. You have. Uh, red, white, and royal blue. Yes. Hey, blue's in the house. Oh. <laughs> it all comes together. Okay. So, we got everybody. Yes. That was all the boys okay. and the dead walk. Blessed. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's dead, so. <laughs> he's an asshole anyways. He's Honestly. the worst. Okay. Killed my Noah. We meet the gray man. The Gray Man is a hitman who is tasked with the assignment to locate an item in Henrietta that him. can pull <laughs> that can pull objects from dreams called the Gray Warren. Uh, the Gray Man has broken into Declan Lynch's dorm and proceeds to beat the shit out of him for info on the Gray Warren since he believes that the Lynches know its true location. Declan agrees to find the Gray Warren so that the Gray Man will leave him and his family alone. Lots of gray stuff. Uh, after the Gray Man leaves. Declan calls Ronan's cell, gets no answer. I doubt Ronan, like, ever answers a call from him. Oh, of course not. Uh, and later that day, the gray man arrives at his Henrietta bed and breakfast, where he we learn that he 
dabbles in Anglo-Saxon history and poetry <laughs> as a hobby, and he likes classic rock bands. So, like, casual guy, but can also kill right. someone with, like, a thumb. I, I killed a man with this thumb. <laughs> and he gets it. <laughs> yeah, yes, You're thank you. Back. Thank You're you. Welcome. She got it. <laughs> she understood uh, the assignment. <laughs> he, he gets a call from his boss, uh, Dr. Colin Greenmantle, who tells him that he wants him to move quickly on this assignment because there are others looking for the Grey Warren, too. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, thank you, Lindsay, for inserting these descriptions. The gray man is a thank tall... Thank you, the Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, those helped a lot. He's a tall, dirty, blonde hair man with gray eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wardrobe is almost entirely monochromatic, and he is described as being handsome in a mysterious kind of way. It's a different type of Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a deadly kind? A deadly kind. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So, who did we cast for the gray man? Do you want to go first, Pip? I do. I cast Alexander Skarsgård. <gasps> Bitch. <laughs> Both of us. Ooh. God. You're welcome. That- I don't need a picture. I know exactly who that man is. Yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Amazing. Yes. Right. Awesome. Uh, All right. So I casted Michael Fassbender because <gasps> oh it's God. always been Michael Fassbender. How funny. Since I read it and it just, it will never not be Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did J.R. Bourne from Teen Wolf. Oh. Oh. Yes. Right? Yes. I like it. Yes. <laughs> oh. We all casted played... Silver Foxes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we casted our first one from Dream Thieves. Yeah. Next. So, back at Monmouth. Am I saying that right? Mammoth. 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 Okay. Like a woolly mammoth. <laughs> at Mammoth and Manufacturing. Ronan is slowly awakening from a dream where he is going to his childhood home that's called the Barnes. Mm-hmm. He wakes up outside of his body and remembers the day that his father died, Niall Lynch. Uh, Niall was beaten to death with a tire iron, and Ronan is the one that discovered the body. Trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronan recalls the conditions of his father's will, where he and his brothers inherit all of his or uh, inherit all of their father's money upon their 18th birthday. As long as they never set foot in the barn's property or disturb the house's contents ever again. And by contents, their mother, who's like lying in a room in a comatose state. She's mm-hmm. asleep. Uh, so yeah, I thought we could cast Niall here. Yes. Uh, Niall was a strong, tall, dark brown hair man with ferocious blue eyes and a beaming smile who passed on his more handsome traits to his elder sons. <laughs> yeah. So, Niall. Pippin, would you like to go? Tom Hiddleston. That was an immediate one for me. Nice. Oh, that makes me sad. (laughs) Right? Uh, So I casted Joel Edgerton. (gasps) Yes. Yes. I know you know who he is. I know, yeah. I know (laughs) Um, who that is. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, he's he's in King Arthur. He's in my favorite (laughs) version of King Arthur. I forgot. I casted Jonathan Reese Myers. Ooh. Irish. Fantastic man. Right? Yeah, he has those like intense, very intense Mm -hmm. blue eyes. Yep. I have like a I put together like a quick collage of all my lynches and I love it so much. It's so good. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Very well done. Excellent. As Ronan fully comes back to his body and awakens, he realizes that he has pulled a sort of puzzle box out of his dream. He finds Gainsey working on the Henrietta town model in the living room. And Ronan tries and fails to explain to Gainsey, like, the weird science of how he pulls objects from his dreams. 
He's just like, this is how I do it. I don't understand. This is right. this is it. I still don't get it. Never mind. <laughs> like, it's, it's not gonna because it's not like physical. Yeah. For Gainsey, he's just like, I don't. Uh... What do you mean? You just. It's too magical for his poor brain. <laughs> Bless him. Meanwhile, he's like trying to find like a dead king on a ley line, <laughs> but this is too much for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ronan goes on to explain how all of his dreams are in Latin, just like in Cave's Water, and how after he pulls something from his dream, he gets this rush that makes the real world seem empty. It's like being on shrooms. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not know. <laughs> uh, so Blue goes back to work at Nino's Pizza, where she finds her boys have brought the Glendower Club to her. Her boys. Yes. Uh, they are all huddled in a booth looking over the mysterious puzzle box, which Adam calls a wizard in a box. No. <laughs> I love that line. Uh, it turns out that the puzzle box can magically translate English into any language, which... Oh, it also has, like, one mysterious language on the side that, like, mm-hmm. no one... They don't know what it is. Uh, Blue points out that Ronan probably knows what the language is, to which Ronan snaps at Blue about her not knowing shit, to which Gansey tells Ronan that he will never speak to Blue like that again. To which Noah calls Ronan a dick. <laughs> it's a lot of... Oh, Noah. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Noah's the only one that could really talk to... Oh, yeah. To Ronan, Ronan like, like that. that. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so I mean, because Ronan can't really do anything to him. He's already dead. True. This is true. He can't throw him out a window. <laughs> so I think he like, probably... what's the point? Yes, he can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it's that. The best scene. We'll get there. I'm still going to mention it. <laughs> uh, who joins the angsty teen party but Joseph Kavinsky? Kavinsky is a known master forger for his drug, or he's also known for his drug-fueled parties and street races where he blows up expensive cars, mostly white Mitsubishis, and (laughs) blasts off illegal impossible fireworks. While Kavinsky is considered handsome, he has like a thin, hollowed-out look to him, and he tosses a replica of Ronin's leather bracelets at him that he always wears as like a weird way of flirting, and then... He wakes. He makes like a weird your mama joke and leaves. So yeah, Kavinsky. Kavinsky. Uh, here, I'll read the description for. Oh him. yeah. Uh, so Kavinsky is considered handsome. He has a long nose, spiked hair, dark eyebrows, hollow, heavy-lidded eyes. Uh, he is described as having a refugee's face. Ugh, I don't like that description, but um, hollowed out or hollowed out eyes and innocent looking. He typically wears a white tank top and a distinctive pair of white-rimmed sunglasses, and he has a small earring in one ear and a gold chain around his neck. So, yeah. Pippin? Um, but Wyatt Olaf. Um, oh. Also from It? Yep. Oh. Yep. Because yeah. I... <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep. Yes. I think we casted him as Wyland. Someone did. Oh. Someone casted him before. I think so. The name sounds really familiar. Quite possibly. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, hmm. bless yeah. it. <laughs> there you have it. He could play a sweet baby <laughs> angle or a terror. Excellent. Mm-hmm. He has range. He's got range. He does have range. Um, so mine is Finn Wolfhard from <gasps> Stranger Things. Mm. Yes. yes. Oh, that would be interesting. Right? Well, mainly the features for me, like the long yeah. nose, hollowed out eyes, thick eyebrows cheekbones Finn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. Cut and uh kavinsky's supposed to be 18 and so is Finn. oh hey yeah oh right cool. on the dot uh my actor is not 18 but he looks like him so i casted caleb landry jones he's in get out and x-men first class and the picture i found he literally looks just he like looks oh he yeah does. yeah 
I was like, whoa, because normally he has really long, like, shoulder-length hair, but just for some reason in this picture, he has a shaved head, and he looks exactly how I pictured him. How's that? Nice. Yes. <laughs> so the gray man is attempting to track down the gray Warren with electrical devices when a power outage occurs. He learns from a resident that these outages have been occurring for the past few months. Then eventually the power comes back on, but the gray man continues his search and then he gets a call from his older brother who is like the one thing that he fears mm-hmm. uh, he ignores the call and he ends up finding a blackened rose that is dead yet still growing he's just like huh this is <laughs> sus angsty boy adam where in his perspective he now, <laughs> he now lives in a small flat located above saint agnes's rectory uh, adam is still a depressed boy but slightly less depressed when he's around blue He gets back to his room to see Blue waiting for him with his mail, and the two go around like an awkward conversation about college, and Adam tries to kiss her, or kiss her, (laughs) kiss her, her. Uh, Adam tries to kiss her, to which she freaks out and reminds him that she said no, and the answer is still no. Adam is now depressed and confused, so he goes to take a shower, and when he gets back, he learns that his landlord, there's a tax assessment that happened, the rent has gone down $2,400 $2,400 and then he reads his mail and his tuition has gone up the exact same amount he's just like what is this coincidence mm-hmm. this has Gandhi written all over it so he goes on like a mild ego-fueled tantrum to which Blue is like I'm gonna leave because <laughs> you're not human right now I'll come back when you're human goodbye so she leaves Adam's upset uh, he sees his reflection in the mirror and senses that something's wrong with it And then he keeps catching, like, glimpses in the corner of his eye, like, weird images that he can't explain. The first tantrum of Adam is done. (laughs) One of many. First of many. Uh Okay. Ronan, Gansey, and Noah are shopping. Oh, they're shopping at the dollar store when (laughs) Gansey gets a phone call from Adam, who's, like, immediately accusing him of pulling the strings and giving him pity money. Uh, Adam also mentions that he thinks he saw some type of apparition in his room which he's properly freaked out by. Sweet baby Noah wanders down the aisle toward Ronan, holding a snow globe in his hand and is, like, thoroughly fascinated by the glitter. (laughs) Just holds it like glitter. Glitter. Oh, Noah. Sweetest boy. Uh, And then he just kind of blips out of existence to reappear a moment later. And, like, it looks like the ley line is having power outages, too. So so is Capes Water. Mm -hmm. So Noah just kind of blips. Blips out of existence. Long enough to drop the snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the worker is just like, what are you boys doing? Right. And Rona's like, shut up. You're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rona's like, we'll pay for it. You're fine. It's a snow globe. Right. Uh, another day, Gansey asks Adam to join him for the weekend at his family's house, oh, which God. is more like an estate, I would say, mm-hmm. right? uh, where his mom is going to have a congressional party for her campaign. Adam asks Gansey to subtly, subtly, what a word, to find out from Blue why she won't kiss him. Uh, oh. Not awkward for Gansey at all, who is trying to like, who already knows. Yeah, he knows why, but also he is like starting to have feelings. Yeah, for he Blue. has a crush on Blue, <laughs> yeah. and he's trying to like ignore that fact. He's like, awesome, I got <laughs> right. to find this Fantastic. out. Fantastic. Uh, and in the background, Ronan throws Noah out of a window. <laughs> 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 i love part. their relationship it's so cute yeah. so chaotic there's so many parts in this book that i like laughed out loud <laughs> right. and it was mostly because of ronan and Noah. <laughs> of course yeah. 
Ronan and Noah just doing Ronan and Nona things. Adorable. Adorable. (laughs) Right? Uh, So Ronan dreams of trees and a little orphan girl who speaks Latin at him and calls him the Grey Warren. She begs him to take him out of there also. Ronan ends up pulling out a replica of Kavinsky's favorite sunglasses before he wakes up. (laughs) Uh, Blue is in her room when her aunt Jimmy comes in smudging out the bad vibes of Blue's crazy half-aunt me. Blue follows Jimmy Jimmy up to the attic where they discover a scrying bowl that someone in the house has been using. And yeah, we can cast Jimmy here. Her description is being of wide circumference (laughs) and looking strikingly similar to Orla, Blue's cousin. Uh, As such, it is assumed she possesses a rather prominent nose, deep dark skin, and dark hair. She is said to be very tall and shares a few features with Mora and Blue. Yeah. Who'd you pass? Wow. Who'd you cast, Who'd Pippin? Cast? <laughs> Who'd you pay it, Pippin? I should have it, I did Queen Latifah. Oh, <gasps> that's perfect. I thought she would be like, oh, I don't know. Okay. I just, it made sense. Because mm-hmm. right? they kind of like, because I love her in Hairspray. So I was kind of picturing that mm-hmm. character. And I was like, that but witchy, yes. All right. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Who'd you do? I did Tia Maori from oh. Sister Sister. Hey, Twitches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love her. I miss that, that show. That was such a good job. I casted Natasha Rothwell. Ooh. You'll know her as that awesome uh, teacher <gasps> yes. in Love, Simon. Yeah. Yeah. The drama mm-hmm, mm-hmm. teacher. Yeah, she oh, she'd be perfect. Fit the vibe. I love her. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Ronan goes to church, surprisingly, uh, with his brothers, Declan and Matthew, plus yes. Noah. Aww. <laughs> Noah notices that Declan, like his face is beat up. Uh-oh. And then Declan tells him to lay low and avoid Kavinsky. Ronan then proceeds to ignore his brother and find Kavinsky. Of course. Afterwards. Of course. Where he throws his sunglasses that he dreamt like at him before both of them street race. I love that that's their that's their love language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just here, you shit, take this. <laughs> Replica <laughs> items of something you already own. <laughs> right. And then toss at him. <laughs> like I know you're gonna like it. Because right. you always but wear you it. already own it. <laughs> okay, so I figured we could cast Declan here. Uh, Declan has dark brown hair, perfectly controlled curls, blue eyes, and a sharp nose, which he inherited from Niall. A wide jaw and a solid build. He smile or his smile says, "Vote for me." Uh, <laughs> he is described as very handsome. Declan is usually wearing suits, which have been noted to make him appear thirty. Excellent, Pippin. I chose uh, Ty Simpkins. I know him from uh, Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. He was really hard to cast. I don't know why, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's in a suit. We'll get a look at that. Perfect. Wow. (laughs) Yes. What about you guys? I casted Griffin Gluck, who is from Tall Girl, and Why Him and Lock and Key. Basically a bunch of um, Netflix stuff. Nice. Mm, Cool. (laughs) So I casted someone who is having a resurgence on Twitter because he had a glow up. Uh. Will Poulter from Maze yes. Runner and oh my Summer. God. I looked at him. Yeah. For He the, just has a face that you like want to punch. Mm-hmm. But now you're like weirdly attracted to <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, our Maze Runner baby. It's the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows him by his eyebrows. Yeah. Honestly. So Blue, Gansey, and Adam are waiting at Blue's house, 300 Fox Way. They're waiting for Ronan to arrive so that they can go explore Cape's water again. As Adam looks through a tarot deck, Gansey tells Blue that she should probably tell Adam about her no kissing her true love because he will probably die thing. Blue makes a joke and then is distracted by Gansey's laugh. She's like, oh no, oh no. Yes. That whole oh, no, TikTok no, song. No, no, no. <laughs> She's like, oh no, he has great mouth and his eyes look nice when he laughs. Oh gosh. He <laughs> he. I mean, same. <laughs> uh, Mora shows up just in time God and lets slip that she is the one who's been scrying in the attic and she's trying to look for Papa Butternut. <laughs> <laughs> butternut (laughs) amazing so um blue and her boys end up leaving and the gray man his research quest leads him to 300 fox way the psychics are immediately sus of him but mora has the immediate hots for him of course uh so i guess alexander skarsgård (laughs) yeah michael (laughs) fassbender and jr i mean yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. rightly so all of them (laughs) yep uh he proceeds to quote anglo-saxon poetry So that <laughs> Kala will initiate him into their weird club. I love it. And she also makes him a drink. He's like, don't worry. I'm weird, too. Like, he says it in English. And she's like, say it in the original language. Right. And he says it. She's like, I'll make you a drink. She's like, all right. He passes he the passes test. He passes the test. Um, he pulls out. Uh, they're kind of playing a game with him to guess. Or he like. He's pulling cards and they have to guess like which one it is pretty much. Oh, yeah. And he ends up pulling a tarot card from the deck, which Persephone says is his card. And it ends up being the King of Swords. Ooh. And the psychic ladies comment that it is a very violent card to which he replies, well, I am a hitman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <laughs> just flat out. Uh, I love it. Yes. At least oh. he's not lying. He also. Honesty is the best policy. Flirts with Mara. Of course he does. He says oh, I'm the the man in the card and you're the sword impaling me. Whoa, okay. <laughs> awesome. So hey, Mora is like dying on the inside, which I love. I love their relationship. It's very, it's very adorable. Uh, so he ends up leaving, but he promises to return and not before Kala steals his wallet. <laughs> of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Every time he hangs Kala out with them, the gods work. Every time he hangs out with them, like something is stolen from him, which is hilarious because he's supposed to be this like super spy guy, right? That can take. Oh, on I'm anybody. sure he's just like, eh, go ahead. I'm sure he knows it's happening, and he's just like, meh. Yeah, I'll be back anyways. It's fine. So I figured Pip could cast her psychics. And we could tell oh her yeah, who we did. I for okay. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Here it is. For Mora, <laughs> I did America Ferrera because she looks. I mean, it's young Jane and young Jane uh, was blue and Mora Sergeant. Mm-hmm. So figured that would be good. They look like mother and daughter. Yeah, well they did my darndest. Um, <laughs> and then for Kala, I did uh, Denai Gurira, a.k.a. Okoye. That's what I did. Yay. <laughs> oh. Amazing. Uh-huh. And then. It always happens. That always happens where one of us like casts the same. Yeah. Person. There's definitely, a, and then for Persephone, I did Christina Ricci. Oh, I love Christina Me Ricci. Too, right? She needs more. Yes. Right? Yeah, because like I was thinking of like her in Sleepy Hollow. She's kind of yeah. like ethereal. Persephone here. Yeah, 
and Persephone mm-hmm. here. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes. So awesome. those be my psychics. Do you want to do yours? My Mara is Cece from New Girl. <gasps> uh, Hannah Simone. Yes, mm-hmm. I love her. Uh, my Kala is the same as yours. Uh, then I Guria. And then my Persephone is Ivana Lynch. <gasps> Brilliant cast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we almost had the same Persephone, but then I flipped last second. So my Mora is uh, Julia Jones. She's from New Moon and Twilight. Ooh, yeah. um, Kala, Freema Agent, Doctor Who. And then Persephone is Amanda Seyfried. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Excellent. I love it. Okay. Psychics are casted mostly. Mm-hmm. Except for one, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be cast at last. <laughs> uh, Blue and the boys travel, travel, travel to Caveswater for the first time since Adam sacrificed himself to it, Aww. or offered himself yeah. to it. Sacrifice who? Uh, they arrive at the exact coordinates to discover that the entire magical forest is missing. Just then, the pig dies. The car. And they have to call Declan. (laughs) (laughs) Just have to specify that it's the car. It has a title. All these things have weird titles. And if you're like, you haven't read, you don't know what's going on. So the pig. First, I was like, the pig dies. (laughs) And you're like, the car. I was like, oh, that's right. That's right. There's a. I was like, when did we sacrifice a pig? Listen, there's a pet crow called Chainsaw. There's a car that's a pet, but it's a car called the pig. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so the car breaks down, and they have to call Declan to bring a backup battery, much to Ronan's dismay. Of course. Mm -hmm. That night, Ronan has a nightmare about a creepy mask fusing itself to Adam's face. He ends up bringing the mask into the real world, and it's just, like, bad vibes. I was going to say. Everywhere. Bad juju. Yeah. Noah wakes him up, and ronan also ends up pulling out one of his night horror monsters oh, that's right. oh, yeah. and they're like dead set on killing ronan they oh, absolutely yeah. hate him and they only go after ronan really uh Ganzi wakes up to the chaos <laughs> and he and ronan are able to kill the night horror with a box cutter it's very violent badass yeah uh but ronan tells him that he actually pulled out two night horrors and the first one got away <laughs> fantastic <Yay. laughs> Uh, Gansey and Ronan pull up to 300 Fox Way and ask Blue to help them bury a body. <laughs> they pick up Adam and drive up to the barns while they or well, they, tra- they travel up there and Ronan's freaking out because he like hasn't been there since yeah. his dad since passed he, away. Yeah. So it's like kind of, kind of illegal for him to go up there, but they're like, we need land to bury this body and you own it or you're going to own it. So it's happening. <laughs> So while they're there, they find a barn full of sleeping cows. And Ronan has like a cradles like a baby mouse. And they're like, what is this? He's acting so sweet. And then he flips and like starts insulting Blue. As Ronan does. Ah, They all make their way into the house and peruse all of the impossible dream items that Niall had manifested. There's blue lilies in a vase. I was like, hey, look at you. Uh, Ronan goes to see his mom named Aurora, appropriately named Sleeping Beauty, uh, who is comatose in the room. So she was a dream that Niall made up. And basically, since he passed away, all of his dreams have become like dormant and they're sleeping. Yes. The dreams cannot live without the dreamer. Yeah. So once the dreamer dies, they also die, but they don't like Mm -hmm. disintegrate because they're dreams. (laughs) It makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. So sad. Right. So yeah, Ronan's mom is Sleeping Beauty, basically. 
Uh, every living thing Niall has dreamt up has fallen asleep upon his death. Ronan gets more and more angry while they are at the house and ends up punching a wall. <laughs> and Gadsy's like, okay, it's time to go. We're leaving. Uh, Blue pressures Ronan into having a session with Kala since her psychic talents lie in perceiving objects and where they originated slash like where they're going to end up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kala does <laughs> uh, aerial lo- yoga as she touches some of Ronan's dream objects the puzzle box, and then a very disgruntled chainsaw. Uh, Kala tells him that his mother will only wake up when she is put back into a dream. So Gandhi restarts his search for Glendower by having them explore a lake that lies over the ley line. You're like, do we really have to explore this thing? He's like, yes. Yes, we yes, do. We do. It's over the ley line. We must get rid of all possibilities. Uh, for jealousy plot purposes, Blue's cousin, Orla, is invited on the boat trip. Orla is described as a tall, brown, gorgeous lady. She has heavy-lidded eyes, a long neck, large nose. She paints her nails in a variety of colors and patterns. She refers or prefers loud 70s fashion accessories like bell-bottoms, clogs, and the color orange. Yeah. Yes. yes. Shall we cast Orla? Yes. Orla. I imagined her to be like a little bit older than them, right? She's, She's 21. supposed to be. Okay. Pip, who'd you cast? According to the internet, she's 21. Um, I cast, okay, I looked up how to say her name, and I hope I got it right. Covengene uh, Wallace. She's in blackish. She was oh. in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. So you know her from blackish? Yeah, I kind of this. She was hard for me to cast, so to be honest, I just kind of looked up actors in that general age range, and mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. "I did guess? Sierra Capri, who's from On the Block or oh. My Block. I love Ooh. her. Yes, mm-hmm. right? Ah, yes, yes, matches. Yep. Mm-hmm. I cast also twenty one. Yeah, I cast. Or no, she's twenty three. Sorry. I think my girl is like twenty four. Uh, I casted Alicia Bow. From 13 Reasons Why. And this picture I found of her, I was like, whoa. She's like wearing the glasses, Mm -hmm. bathing suit kind of. It's got the vibes. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it'd be like a little reunion because the guy I casted from 13 Reasons is um, Adam. Oh, hey. So at the same time that this is going on, the gray man is breaking into their apartment, or Gansey and Ronan's apartment, to look for the gray wearing. Uh, he sees Kudvinsky show up and just, like, drop off a bag full of fake IDs of Ronan. <laughs> they have, like, a weird flirt game. It's so weird. I just love it. It's just, like, one-upping each other. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, at this point, I'm pretty sure they both know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows what he is. And they're just like, yeah. I can do one better. I can do one better. God. It's ridiculous. So, <laughs> the grandma's like, what is this random child? Oh, these are really good, like, IDs. Right. <laughs> wow. No. I'm kind of impressed. And then just kind of... <laughs> continues on ah. as the gray man explores the apartment he also calls mora and proceeds to flirt with her over the phone of course uh, he also finds two other men breaking into the apartment and then hangs up the call he Eek. is very upset that the men proceed to trash trash the place and then he proceeds to casually commit murder so he's like breaking into the same apartment but he's observing all of Gansey's books like oh great collection wow <laughs> and then when he sees these other guys in there like bashing Trashing shit everything. he's just like unacceptable this is not <laughs> how, how you break. dare you respect this you series. know how old those books are <laughs> this calls for murder 
off with their heads. <laughs> He's a very morally gray man. Hmm. I mean, you might say. Hmm. Wow. Oh, it's almost as if she named her that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so back on the lake, Gansey uses a sonar device to kind of comb through it, and the image of a raven pops up. Blue and Orla jump into the water. Orla swims around like she's doing a photo shoot, but Blue actually dives in like a pro. Yes, uh, she pulls out two items, one being an old shield with a raven on it, and the other being a wheel of the pig, but aged about 500 years. It's like mm. the rim, right? Or like the the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Beep, beep. Beep. yeah. yeah. There you go. So, when Gandhi and Ronan get back to their trashed apartment, Ronan assumes that it was Kavinsky due to the bag of forged IDs. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> right. The two of them proceed to crash one of Kavinsky's substance parties. Ronan tells him, or tells Kavinsky, to back off, and then Gandhi ends up throwing a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> Ronan lights Kavinsky's Mitsubishi on fire. It's like a lot of shit happening. And so they like, they like, <laughs> beat him up they like yeah and he's just like it wasn't me it's like whoa whoa it's like the one time Kavinsky's actually the good guy yeah it's like the one time he's actually in the clear like he actually didn't do this i was just shooting my shot with the ids and you come here and you beat me up like whoa he's like wait a minute i was trying to flirt with you mildly misunderstood Kavinsky, but yeah no yeah you know (sighs) so after telling Kavinsky to essentially fuck off and beating him up a little bit Ronan beats him up, not Gandhi. Oh. Gandhi would never. <laughs> Gandhi could never. I don't think he'd be like, how do I punch? throw a punch? <laughs> um, Blue would have to teach him how to throw a punch. Like, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Okay. laughs> so Ronan and Gandhi make their way back home. Gandhi tells Ronan that the, the difference between them and Kavinsky is that they matter. Mm. Blue goes back home and finds Noah reenacting his death on her front lawn. Mm. Not on purpose, though. He's, like, no. glitching. Yeah. Yeah. Goes into ghost mode and can't help it. He doesn't remember doing it. She's like... She's like, you okay? Like, she kind of freaks like, what? out. What do you mean? And he's like, well, what's wrong? And she's like, um... You were dying? <laughs> you just kind of... <laughs> yeah. Dying again? Yeah. Had, like, a one-man play going on right yeah. now. Poor thing. Uh, it's like a memory glitch. So, as the two of them talk, the gray man shows up to ask Mora to dinner... Gotta be hungry after committing murder, you know? Of course. (laughs) So Mora Mora and the gray man end up going on a date. The date turns into a therapy session where he tells her that his older brother was a sociopath who abused him as a kid. They have a moment where she holds his face and apologizes that no one ever saved him. Mm -hmm. The two of them end up kissing at the end of the night. And then the gray man goes back to his B&B where he finds his room has been ransacked and Mora also stole his cell phone. <laughs> yep. Naturally. Of course. As one does. <laughs> Blue is awoken by Persephone asking her to help them with the gray man's cell phone, but not to be like a psychic battery as she normally is. They like literally need help <laughs> with the phone, like how to how yeah, you, like, how you access it. his things. Work. They're old fashioned. <laughs> they have like a rotary Persephone phone. Would. Persephone would like hold it by a corner and be like, how do you mm-hmm. do this? What is this device? Right. <laughs> what is electricity? <laughs> uh, Ronan has another dream about his tattoo. In the dream, his tattoo is alive, but it grows smaller and smaller on his back as Adam touches it. Adam then turns into Kavinsky, who then eats his tattoo like a wafer. There's a lot to unbag or like unbag with this dream, but like I think we get the right the gist of it, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I get it. Oh, oh Ronan. Ah, he's struggling. He is. So the next morning, Helen, Gansey's sister, shows up in a helicopter to pick up Gansey and Adam for their trip up to Gansey's DC home. <laughs> Still didn't cast Helen in this one. We I'm will. Sorry. We're saving her. She's awesome. <laughs> I love Helen. Helen is great. Uh, during, during the flight, the boys call Mallory, which is Gansey's oh like Gandalf, gosh. who lives or who lives uh, in the UK and advises him about Capes Water and the ley line. Mallory suspects that someone is stealing energy from the line itself, which is why everything is, like, out of whack. Mm-hmm. Like, phasing in and out. Oh, oh, my gosh. The world's sad, this scene. Okay, so yeah. Noah invites Blue back to the apartment, which she's thrilled by. She's like, oh, my God, I get to be in there and just kind of without Gantine. Without the boys and just kind of, like, observe everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Only with Noah. Yeah. So she tells him about her secret of not being able to kiss anyone in fear of killing them. Noah jokingly suggests that she should kiss him since he's already dead. <laughs> it works perfectly. She agrees in his surprise. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, let's, sure, let's do this. So their first few kisses are very awkward and messy. But then she thinks of the vision kiss that she had with Gansey and then tries again. And the kiss feels like something. And then she starts to cry. And Noah tells her that if he was alive, he'd ask her out. And then he kind of fades away, as ghost boys do. Aww. Noah. And she's alone in the apartment crying. <laughs> right. Uh, so sad. It's so Noah sad, but so sweet. Like, yeah. Noah. Mm, sweet, sweet child. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Ronan picks up another sweet baby angle, Matthew. Hee <laughs> uh, He takes him Sunshine. back to their house to see their mom and then... Like, with the main intention of looking for their father's will, he's just like, absolutely not. We're not living by this investigation. So he picks up Matthew, his younger brother. Matthew has curly blonde hair. He has round blue eyes that are described as being more innocent looking than the eyes of his older brothers. He is a bear of a boy, square and solid and earnest. As a child, he was pudgy. Unlike Ronan (laughs) and Declan, Matthew is often smiling and laughing. He has perfect teeth framed by a dimpled smile. He's like a cherub. Yes. Literally. Okay. Pippin's cast. Um, Matthew. My Matthew is Noah Jupe. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. From a oh, Quiet Place. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. There's a really... There's a good, yes. He was almost my Ronin. Wait, really? He's oh. around like Ronin's age. Yeah. Perfection. Makes sense. But yes. And then his, his curly hair is just so awesome. cute. Right. Yes. My Matthew is Billy Jenkins from Cursed and the Crown. Matthew oh is said to be what 15 to 17. Um, oh. So, Billy Jenkins is 14. Yeah, these boys have faces you like want to protect. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we casted one of the same people, Jane, <gasps> but different roles. I casted Wyatt Olaf. Oh, hey. Because he just kind of looked like a younger version of who I uh-huh for Declan and Ronan like he looked like he could be their brother but be a more sweet boy yes okay so we got all the lynches so Ronan believes that there is some type of loophole clue hidden in the last line of the will and he translates it with a puzzle or with his puzzle box and it says this will stands as fact unless a new document is created and it is written in both English and Latin which makes it like anything in Latin is just like suspicious Mm -hmm. for Ronan Mm-hmm. Uh, so Matthew runs into the room saying that there is something in the house Ronan hears the sound of his night horror it makes this like awful clicking sound 
Uh, the two of them hide just as a very gray-looking man enters the room and observes their mother. The gray man picks up the puzzle box and leaves, probably thinking it's the gray wearing. He's like, oh, a thing, mysterious looking. <laughs> Back in D.C., Adam and Gansey make their way through the congressional party. Adam is on edge as like normal, but like especially so because his caves water eyes like keep seeing ghosts and he's starting to hear voices throughout the night. All of the like bougie people at the party are pissing him off even more because they're talking about like, you know, problems in society, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what do you, you guys are not in it. You're far removed from this. So who are you to make decisions on this? It's like valid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Oh, and then they, both of them make a joke about Ronan being at the party. Like, oh, why don't you bring him to these things? Because we know what, he'd be lighting the place on fire and saying like, fuck oh, Ronan, Washington. I was going to say, Ronan would be cussing at everyone. Yes. And would just be I like sulking in a corner and being like, why the fuck did you bring me here? And then would just like leave. Uh-huh. Ronan would literally I, walk in and be like, fuck no, and then turn around and leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. He wouldn't even like step foot in the party. He'd, he'd like, be like, absolutely not. <laughs> he'd put something in the food to make everyone have food poisoning. Probably. probably. Oh. He'd just put like laxatives in the juice. Oh my God. He <laughs> <laughs> would just be like, bye bye, fuckers. <laughs> oh, Ronan. 100%. It's canon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the power shuts off, and everyone hears a disembodied voice singing to make way for the Raven King in Latin. Adam and Gansey, like, make eye contact across the room. They're like, "Uh uh-oh, fuck, (laughs) like, something's happening. Ronan, back in Henrietta, he's taken replica Camaro keys out of his dream to steal Gansey's car. He then street races with Kavinsky, who surprisingly has another Mitsubishi that looks exactly like the one that they blew up. Surprisingly. Surprising, wow. (laughs) Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Um... His car also goes insanely oh fast and ends up beating the pig. After the race, Ronan's night horror attacks the car with him and Noah inside. Ronan ends up crashing it just as Kavinsky rolls up to shoot the night horror because he also has a gun on him. Of course. Not surprised. Ronan goes back with Kavinsky to his place where Kavinsky tells him that he is also a dream thief. Da-da-da. No. What? Yeah, don't say. What? <laughs> and that he has dreamt up an entire field full of white Mitsubishis. That's the only car that he can think of, I guess. Well, I think it's just him perfection. trying to perfect it. Yeah. He's just kept tr- trying over and over again to like get it perfect. So he has like a million white Mitsubishis. <laughs> Mitsubishis. That's a fun word to say. After the party, Gansey and Adam talk about what the fuck just happened and how they want to go back to Cabeswater to see if it's back or not. Mm-hmm. Adam thinks that he is drunk, but he is not. Uh, it's really just his brain is like halfway in Cabeswater already. Poor him and Gansey proceed to fight about general Adam and Gansey things. And then Adam storms off. Gansey is upset and does the only thing he could think of to calm down. He calls Blue. <laughs> Darn so cute <laughs> like not her actual boyfriend but like they don't even say that they're no, they never like they make never it official. say it, uh-uh. they never do they're too both of them are way too awkward to yeah. ever do that <laughs> true <laughs> to be yes. honest i don't think it both of them even wanted that mm-hmm. i think they were just like this person's attractive yeah. i find them cute we're at the age where we're supposed to be doing these things i don't like that one over there but yeah. i really do <laughs> exactly <laughs> <She helps me. laughs> uh. So the next morning, Gansey wakes up to a text message from Ronan telling him that he wrecked the pig, but that he is taking care of it and not to worry. He calls Ronan immediately and gets Kavinsky on the other line, oh God. calling him a dick. 
and then telling him that Ronan is passed out cold. Cold? Cold. Cold. <laughs> is passed out cold. <laughs> Ronan. Laying on the couch, passed out cold. <laughs> <laughs> so Ronan finally wakes up in Kavinsky's mansion. Kavinsky, oh, he's like in a theater. Too. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Like a home theater, right? Yeah. I just imagine it like so empty but massive that yeah. whole place and just kind of like so sad. I mean, he is like sad boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his mom is always like the gray man at some point pops into the house and sees his mom who's like throwing up in the bathroom. Yeah. He's like, I'm not really here. And she's like, oh, and goes back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like, yeah. Really his dad sad. was a mobster. So they just kind of don't have the best life. Nope. But they got a lot of money. <laughs> yes, ma'am. More money, so, more problems. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Kavinsky goes on to teach him about like how to properly steal things out of dreams. Uh, he gives him pills that will knock him out instantly so that he can pull items out quicker. Ronan learns fast, but is also or but also figures out that when they take things from their dreams, they are also draining power from the ley line. Ronan also see, or sees Orphan Girl while he's in his dream. And with her help, he is able to dream a perfectly imperfect copy of Gansey's Camaro. Ronan tells Kavinsky that this was fun, but I'm leaving, which sets Kavinsky <laughs> I off. I always pictured that moment as like the Matrix, <laughs> like the red pill or the oh, blue yeah, pill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Ronan just being like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Gosh. Yep. <laughs> uh, so he tells him he's leaving, which like sets Kavinsky off into a, but I thought you were going to leave Gansey. So we could rule the world as like a drunk dream thieves duo and light shit on fire. Yeah. Tantrum. Yeah. This poor boy really thought that he would like secured Ronin mm-hmm. as like his. What is? I don't know. what he I don't expected. know. Just his. Just his in yeah. general. Just his mm-hmm. Ronin. Yeah. Oh, Kavinsky also has like a, a sidekick called Prokopenko, mm-hmm. who is just like the epitome of a mobster, like mm-hmm. teenage boy. But turns out he dreamt him up. I was going to say, you find out later he's yeah. a dream. We did not cast him because he's like. No. says two lines. I was going to say, he's barely in it. Yeah. So He's barely in it, but you can find like an in-depth description of what yeah. he's supposed to look like. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Kavinsky has a good imagination, I guess. True. Mm-hmm. So Gansey and his family are searching for Adam, who has been missing since the night of the party. Gansey gets a call from a phone on the interstate, <laughs> and it's Adam who has slept walk, or slept walked mm-hmm. all his way like over there. Him and his father pick him up and take him back to the house adam tells them that he doesn't remember anything at all and he walked like 15 miles mm-hmm. yeah Ooh. the power keeps water mm-hmm. the gray man goes back to 300 fox way and he tells mora that he has figured out that the gray Warren is a person and not an object mora Kala, and persephone ask him what he's going to do now that he knows who the gray Warren is like he also puts it together that it's right running. Yeah, I love how all the psychics have been like waiting for him yeah. to be yeah. like, e- we know, we know, <laughs> we, we, we've been known, sir. <laughs> uh, he replies that he's not a kidnapper, but he is a murderer, but he's not a kidnapper. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, morals, at least he draws a line at kids. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. So he Except calls Green Mantle to tell him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he just beat him up. He didn't kill him. True. He looked like a 30-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> he looked very grumpy. In my defense, <laughs> Gray Matt saying, right. he was wearing a suit, although he lived in a dorm, so. Hmm. Hmm. So <laughs> he calls Green Mantle and tells him that Imagine the Gray... Imagine he, like, he ended up beating up Declan because he went in there thinking that Declan was like another thug like sneaking into the room. <laughs> He's like, what is this 30-year-old doing in this dorm room? I must beat him up. <laughs> 
And it's just like, no, that's the boy who lives here. <laughs> he just like has a knack for beating up the lynches, I guess. So he tells Green Mantle that the Grey Warren is not in Henrietta, to which the Green Mantle is like, ha, bullshit, you're lying. Tell me the truth, bring me the Grey Warren, or I'm going to tell your brother where you are. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Blue asks Kala to use her psychic touch on the shield and the wheel that they pulled from the lake. Mm-hmm. She tells her that the shield, like, I'm just going to kind of say the quote that she says. That the men meant to bury Glendower with it, but it was too heavy, so they left it behind. And then for the wheel, that he was not alone when he leaves the car behind, meaning Gansey, which freaks Blue out because it would take something like super momentous for Gansey to just abandon Leaf his car. Yeah. It's his favorite thing. And the fact that it looks like 500 years old and they're just yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> She's like, what does this mean? Like, why is it 500 years? Time is a circle. That doesn't make sense. It's a circle. (laughs) (laughs) Do not question it. It is just a damn circle. Don't question things in this. Mm -hmm. Adam and Gansey, they are back in Henrietta. Gansey meets his new car, which is exactly the same as his old one. Ronan tells him that they need to stop Kavinsky because he is the the engine missing, though. Uh, No, the first one that he pulls out, it's missing an engine. And then the second one he pulls out, it's like perfect. Yeah. But you would think it would still run. Because I thought of it did. The, the thing. But then when they pop the trunk open, the trunks are like, yeah. the engine's missing. He like forgot the most important part. <laughs> I guess it depends on the size of the object. Whatever. True. So, uh, Ronan tells Gansey that they need to stop Kavinsky because he is the one that's draining the life out of the ley line. Adam is still a mess from his 15 mile sleepwalk and he goes to see Blue. While he's in her room, Adam confronts her about why she won't kiss him, to which she finally tells him about her curse and how it doesn't matter anyways because it's never going to be him. Ouch. That's rough. Ouch, but at least she's finally being yeah. honest with not only him, but herself. Yeah. <laughs> she's finally like, uh, yeah. Should stop yeah. like beating around the bush. And, and their relationship hasn't even like been, it's been like pretty awkward with like random touches. Yeah. But. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think either of them actually really wanted to be mm-hmm. together i think they're just like that's pretty i it just want to be next to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i also think it was just like something new and shiny like mm-hmm. adam obviously hasn't hung out around a lot of girls and blue was like look at this awesome like this boy who's like dragging me into like this adventure mm-hmm. yeah. so i think to both of them they were just like this person's really nice and super sweet and i kind of like them mm-hmm. yeah because they finally showed like kindness they were them. the most like two normal ones out of the group exactly <laughs> so i guess it makes sense that they would gravitate right. towards each other I mean, you gotta like thank Adam though, because if it wasn't for Adam, Blue wouldn't be a part of it. Yeah. True. So, yep, yep. My boy. Thank you, Adam. So, as Adam is leaving, Persephone intercepts him and says that it is time for them to have a psychic chat. My favorite duo. Best duo. (laughs) Persephone makes Adam eat pie (laughs) and then does a magical ritual to fully connect him to Cave's water, but keep like a mental lock on his mind so that he isn't so crazy all the time. Poor thing. Adam is now all wise and magical. Yeah. I mean, not all, but he, like, somewhat she, less like, helps him like angsty. harness it, so yeah. it's not just like running wild in his poor head. Yeah, she's just like, come, come here, come. It's here. not like in a cage. It's not just like exactly like, going crazy in yeah. his brain. All she the time. bottled it, mm-hmm. like boop, lesser. Mm-hmm. It's like Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> status. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so cute. Adam's she's his Yoda. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, she would be Yoda. Mm. Persephone and Yoda would get along. They'd Does that make Adam friends. Luke Skywalker? Or Anakin. <laughs> oh, no. He's definitely he's a Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. For sure. In 
okay. In Dream Thieves, he's Anakin with like his temper tantrums. But after that, he's Luke Skywalker, I would say. Yeah. I mean, Luke Skywalker had temper tantrums too. He does. Is a Skywalker thing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All Skywalkers have Somehow, temper tantrums. Adam is a Skywalker. <laughs> Kylo, looking at you. Okay. <laughs> so, after Adam passes out on the couch from his magician metamorphosis, Blue calls Gansey, who then picks her up. That poor boy. She's been through so much in the past 48 hours. And he sleeps for like 21 hours. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I wish I could. That sounds nice. So, now that's Gansey, a dream. <laughs> Gansey and Blue drive up to look to like a lookout point that's overlooking Henrietta. Blue is losing her mind. Of course she is. Over how much she both likes and hates Gansey. <laughs> uh, the two of them talk about Adam, and then they talk around how both of them like each other. Gansey freaks out when he sees how pretty Blue looks, it's and then a just kind of funny this feeling, feeling <laughs> and then he just kind of books it out of the car and then apologizes for being rude. Right, I just like he's like keeps apologizing. It's so cute. Well, because can you imagine? Like they both obviously have feelings for each other, mm-hmm. but they both also love Adam. So they're yeah. just like, hey, I can't, but I want to, but I can't, they're but I want to. Amazing friends, exactly. Yes. <sighs> so Blue joins him outside of the car and she reminds herself that he is going to die but thinks like a version of fuck it and then touches his neck and then he doesn't kiss her hand but he just like cradles it and holds it close to his mouth and then he reassures her that he knows and that he wouldn't kiss her Mm -hmm. they both agree that they can't date each other because it would absolutely ruin adam (laughs) and then they proceed to have a fake kiss where they just like hold each other Mm. it's heartbreaking it's really sad uh gansey says and now we never speak of it again like yeah sure gansey you guys have two more books of tension right well i just love how both of them are like okay we've decided that we have feelings for each other but now we are never going to speak of it again Mm -hmm. okay Uh but we're also going to see each other every day every single day Mm -hmm. and spend multiple hours together yeah in close proximity yes Mm -hmm. (sighs) sure guys (laughs) meanwhile your hormones are raging because you're teenagers (laughs) Okay, back to someone else that has a secret crush. Ronan dreams of his father. Uh, Dream Nile tells him that the last line is indeed a loophole made solely for a dreamer to fix. Mm -hmm. Duh. Well, the fact that it says a will that is, or a document that is created, and it's just like, come on, Ronan. Unless another one is found. Right. (laughs) But the fact that he uses the word created is just like, come on. And it's in Latin. And it's in Latin. Like he literally knew. Ronan's not a Ravenclaw. <laughs> like he didn't know Kaminsky was a dreamer. He didn't. Like, Niles just sitting there like, come on. Like I literally wrote it out for you, handed it to you on a fucking silver platter. Like, and Ronan's okay, like, I guess I'll come back know, to man. life and tell you in a dream because you're not getting it. Right? <laughs> oh poor, poor Niles. Like hey, I thought you would be the smart one, but here we are. He is not. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. So the gray man gets a call from Green Mantle, where he calls him by his real name, which so is colors. Dean Allen. Oh, Green Mantle right. then gives Dean two more days to hand over the gray Warren before he tells his brother his location. Everyone meets up at 300 Foxway. I love it. The mm-hmm. 300 Foxway is like the headquarters. It's yes. Great. <laughs> it is, though. So Gansey convinces Dean slash the gray man to not hand over Ronan, which the gray man wasn't going to do I was anyways. Say, it doesn't take much convincing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wasn't going to do it anyways because he doesn't kidnap. He only kills. Oh, like how he killed Ronan's dad, to which he says he tells everybody. Uh, Ronan rightly flips out and attacks him for this. 
Right. Uh, the gray man recognizes that Gansey and Ronan are brothers in a way that him and his actual brother never were. Mm-hmm. This tugs at his discolored heartstrings, and he agrees to lie to Green Mantle and say that he did find the gray Warren, but he's keeping it for himself and leaving Henrietta to kind of like pull the focus away from yeah. them. <laughs> I do love that he told Ronan though, because it's yeah. just like if he found out, like if Ronan found out on his own, it would have created like so much like distrust. Yeah. The fact that the gray man was like, just letting you know I killed your dad. We're on the same page. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Lay- laying it all out for everyone to know. <laughs> yep. Okay. Meanwhile, Adam and Persephone are driving up the ley line, restarting it by performing like a TLC on the flowers <laughs> and the river streams. It's so cute. Adam feels a sense of urgency about what they are doing because he knows that Ronan is going to need the ley line tonight to go up against Kavinsky. The psychic powers are happening right. for him. The stars are aligning. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ronan goes to church to find that Matthew is not there, which is weird. He calls him, to which he doesn't answer, which is weirder. Also weird. Mm-hmm. Ronan finds out that Kavinsky has kidnapped Matthew. Gansey oh, and Ronan bitch. pick up Blue and drive to the outskirts of Henrietta, where Kavinsky is having his 4th of July rager. Uh, when they find Kavinsky and his army of Mitsubishis, <laughs> Ronan tells Blue and Gansey to search the cars for Matthew. Because he's certain that he's, like, in the trunk of course. somewhere. Kavinsky then falls asleep, and Ronan follows him soon, a- soon after with one of the magic sleep pills. He wakes up in Cave's water, standing directly in front of Kavinsky, who then manifests a giant red dragon, and then wakes up. Just then, Ronan sees Adam in Cave's water, who tells him that he is restoring the energy of the ley line for him, and he's going to, like, give him time while he thinks of something that could fight a dragon. Yeah. So, imagination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Adam has also figured out that Ronan is the one that paid for his rent, and he stares at him for a bit, to which makes Ronan like freak out internally, and he's about to say something to Adam, and then Persephone, kind of like, "Hey, Persephone's like, not up? yet." <laughs> uh, gosh, it's gut, right? Yes. Another shit to like ruin. Okay, honestly. So, Cabe's water. Then fully wakes up, and Orphan Girl shows up. Calling. I wonder if Persephone shipped it, and she knew it was going to happen, and she's like, she not knew. yet, not yet. <laughs> you guys knew. have to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> Y'all need to develop separately before you can come together. Exactly. So, <laughs> uh, so Cape's Water fully wakes up, and then Orphan Girl shows up as well. She's calling Ronan the Grey Warren. Cape's Water shows Ronan one of his night horrors that is now, like, super jacked and <laughs> doesn't want to kill him anymore. It's final pokey evolution. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> So Ronan wakes up and he has pulled his night horror that he's like now friends with into the real world. Kavinsky's dragon and his night horror begin fighting in the sky. Can you imagine how cool this would look? Like a giant dragon fighting like a giant like raven bird monster. The way it was described. I imagine it like inky too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Like it's definitely not solid. It's like dripping or like oozy. Yes. Like cloud like. The way she described it was just like brilliant mm-hmm. yes like it sounds kind of dumb honestly but it's not dumb right like well when you like flat out say it like oh mm-hmm. a dragon fighting like a bird yeah. monster you're like okay but like when you're reading it you're like yeah yes. <laughs> oh, they can make it look really cool so cool i feel like it would be like watching a monster truck like right you know like it's just kind of the same feeling I don't know. Can I don't imagine know walking yeah. onto set and you just see like 50 white Mitsubishi's and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, and like all the people that are there are drunk or high, so they're just kind of like, woo! Yeah, they yeah. just think it's like a show. They're like, wow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's kind of hilarious. Funny. It would be like half hilarious, half like super intense because it's like right. cutting to the audience being like, oh. Right, because that would also be on? really cool because you have like the audience. I'm sure there's like bright music. I'm sure there's like oh yeah fireworks. Like the background of this is awesome. <laughs> I can picture it. So, right. Mm-hmm. They're fighting in the sky. Blue and Gansey are desperately searching for Matthew, but Ronan is the one that ends up pulling him to safety. Just as Kavinsky stands in the stands in the danger zone of the fight and then is killed by his own dragon. He kind of like. He kind of, like, commits suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty he, much. And Ronan's shouting, like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? Like, get out of the way. And he's just like, no, and stands up there. And, yeah. Because yeah. I think Kavinsky kind of, like, looks at, like, one of the Mitsubishis, and Ronan's like, oh, Matthew. And mm-hmm. then he's just like, Kavinsky, and Kavinsky's like, so long, suckas, I, and just, yeah. like, lets the dragon take him. Goes out with a bang. A pretty big bang. Yeah. Yeah. If I can't have you, Ronan, I shall die. Right? <laughs> Poor thing. Hmm. It's actually really sad if you think about it. Yeah, he's a very sad boy. Mm -hmm. Because he's kind of like a parallel to Gansey a bit with how both of them were super rich, but Mm -hmm. they just kind of had very different circumstances where Gansey is now like the golden child and Kavinsky is like... And then he probably thought he found someone in Ronan like, Mm -hmm. oh, your dad's dead. Like you you live on your own. Like you're like a punk too. Like, oh, this kid. And Ronan's like, no, dude, I got my family. (laughs) And Kavinsky's probably like, there's literally no one. Like, like, I look have what no we one. have in common. We both do this, yeah. and then when that doesn't bond them, he's just he's like, like, "You fuck like, it." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, "Look, you're like a fuck the world guy too. Like you and I could be best friends." And when Ronan's like, "I'm a, I'm cool, it's dude. Like, I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. You are too similar to me." That kind of like pushes him off the edge because yeah. he's just like, "My only friend is the person I've dreamt up." Oh, ow. Okay. Yeah. yeah that sucks. <laughs> Oy, okay. Kavinsky has passed. Mm. Poor baby. And he's only like eighteen. Yeah. Me. He's really young. Ah, so, the gray man has left Henrietta, and he's being followed by the other gray wearing hunters, and then another car, which happens to be his brother. Uh, he he parks and makes friends with the other hitmen, <laughs> and then when his brother pulls up, he shoots him in the head. So he like ends that very quickly. There's like a weird yeah, but isn't there? It's kind of like dragged out a little bit. It's kind of like they get in a car, like they both see each other. Mm-hmm. They get in the car and they like drive off somewhere. It's like it's kind of like a weird instance. And then he's just yeah. like, and then I shot him in the back of the head. He's the just end. like following each Oof. other for a bit. Yeah, like he knows it's his brother, and then he like pulls off to the side, and then he finally gets out, and he's just like, I'm not scared of you anymore. <laughs> and then pew pew. I just love that he makes friends with the other guys. Of course, he's like, hey, that thing you're looking for. No, like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, you want my number? Here's my number. You guys are newbies, huh? Okay. And then, like, <laughs> I'll teach you. <laughs> Probably oh, has man. no intention of speaking to them again. No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Why would he? So he kills his brother. That villain is dead, even though he was kind of, like, vague anyways. It was more and like then, a personal demon type thing than, yeah. like, an overall book villain. That's uh, a lot of metaphors. Mm-hmm. So the gray man turns around and goes back to Henrietta, which he calls his home now. Yes. Okay. Ronan is able to dream up a new will that allows him and his brothers to go back home. Ronan, Gansey, Blue, Adam, and Matthew retrieve Sleeping Beauty Aurora from the barns and bring her into Cave's Water where she fully wakes up. <laughs> she looks at Matthew. She's like, my love. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so adorable. 
uh adam tells I love them how matthew takes after like the mom's features and the boys all take after like niall the dad yeah yeah uh, so cute it's adorable adam tells them so they're all in cape's water right now and adam tells them how he is going to make cape's water safer for them and then he catches ronan looking at him to which ronan like like looks away immediately <laughs> uh we learn that adam Parrish is ronan's second secret the one that he like wouldn't let Even himself think about himself. <laughs> <gasps> so cute, it's so cute, it's so cute, it's so cute. <laughs> Blue goes back home to discover that the gray man has returned, but her mother has disappeared oh, and left a right. note next to a scrying bowl that says Glendower is underground, so am I. And that's how it ends. That's literally how it ends. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. The whole third book is Blue freaking out because her mom's missing. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oof, that's a good one. Gosh, these fucking cliffhangers. I'm just like, God damn it, Maggie. And then like the cliffhanger that happens in the next one too. I think though my favorite scene comes in the next one. Mm -hmm. Which is like, oh shit. I'm so excited. I am. Much excited. (sighs) So we did it. We done did it. Good job, my dude. Or I did. My vocal cords. Look at you. So should we you wanna do the questions? Right? Yes. That's the order. So who is your favorite character from this particular book? I mean, my main, I, I want to say Ronan. You can also do your favorite character from the first one okay. as well. Well, yeah. Ronan's my overall we favorite. Ronan in blue. Yes. yes, but like this particular book. I know. That's, that's, that's the question. The qu- <laughs> I think gray man. I was going to say, that's yeah. Yeah. from this particular book. It's Mine the gray too. man. Mine yes. <laughs> Just, yes, yes, yes. Obviously. He has the most development. What a man. He's such an interesting character. He really is. My God. Like, when you first meet him, you're like, wait, what the? <laughs> like, the more you meet him, you're just like, I kind of like him. And then yep. at the end, you're just like, he's good. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> you just feel gray about him. Exactly. Like, he's a morally gray exactly. character. He's literally you're like, like, the epitome of that. Right. And I do love how, like, your feelings for him are also like, I uh-huh. don't know. Like, you kind of teeter-totter on, like, liking him and not liking him back mm-hmm. and forth. And then when Mora is like. Mora's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh. I'm he's on board, the one for me. <laughs> and if Mora likes him. He's not him, butternut, but he's something. <laughs> yeah, if Mora likes him, oh then God. I like him. Yeah. Right. I trust her judgment. All right. What is your favorite part from this book? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably Gansine Blues like, scene. Mm. Yeah. Overlooking Henrietta. Like, I probably reread that scene so many times because it was so just it's like. It's also uh, the scene that, like, everybody, like, quotes and, like, gets tattoos of and stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 It's always, like, the pig on, like, the lookout point. It's really cute. Because doesn't Gansey have, like, a really, like, moving quote about, like, the stars during that yeah. one? During that scene? He's looking over. It, not really the stars, mostly, like, Henrietta oh, itself. Okay. And Blue is just staring at him, like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> right. Oh, Blue. Sweet baby angles. <sighs> I think if that's not my favorite part, because like it, any time they had a moment together, it did like kill me a little mm-hmm. bit inside because I just knew I was waiting for the blow to come to Adam. So I was just like, yeah. here it comes. So I think like my favorite part is definitely like the be- the beginning little seed that was planted between him and Persephone. Because mm-hmm. I I love their relationship. Me I think it's so cute. cute. That that's mine. That whole like just like the little seed that's planted. Yeah, hers just like- and just like how Adam is kind of like freaking out. And mm-hmm. he's just, he's, like, going through his, like, teenage angsty scene. And it's just, but this poor boy is, like, trying to go through teenagehood, but also now dealing with this, like, magical thing that he has absolutely no idea yeah. about. And so it's just, like, my poor boy. <laughs> I think we could all agree that our least favorite scene is Kaminsky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dying. He made me so uncomfortable Matthew. to read it. And I hated, like, on a 
I guess we're going into least favorite scene, but right. uh, like any, the Ronin dreams, but when he was like outside of his body and like how weird that felt for him, because mm-hmm. like I get sleep paralysis. Right. So I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I'm triggered yeah, reading see, this scene. I've never... So his nightmares like kind of were. Whoa. I've had dreams where I've looked, but I've never like had sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. but I've had dreams where I've like seen myself, but I've never had like out of, it never felt like outer body. Out of body. It just felt like I was yeah. watching myself. So I don't know what that's like. I'm so sorry. It fucking sucks. I know. <laughs> I can imagine. Awful. Right? Mm. But yeah. Oh, but like another favorite scene. I mentioned it in the last one, but Noah with the snow globe. Yes. Right? It's just so it's pure. It's so cute. Glitter. Oh. Glitter. He's just like, <gasps> I just Every- love how he runs up to Ronan, like the most like non-glitter, yeah. non-like happy person. And he just runs up and he's like, look. I can imagine Ronan just like nodding at it. Like, yeah. Well, I think Ronan loves him because he sees a lot of Matthew mm-hmm. in him. Yeah, Matthew and Noah yeah. remind me of And he's other. just like, oh, my sweet summer child. Yes. <sighs> and the scene of Noah and Blue kissing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it could have been very much like, why is she like kissing this guy, but she likes this guy, this guy, but it, like, it didn't feel weird at no, all. No, not at know? all. Yeah. It was no. very sweet. It honestly felt like something that like genuine children would do, like mm-hmm. teenagers would do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like they're at that age where you're curious about all this stuff and you're having like these weird hormonal feelings, and it's mm-hmm. just like it makes sense because it was safe. And I'm sure like Noah, since he died at such a young age, I don't I don't know if he like actually ever kissed a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Oh well, he because he like when it was happening, he was recalling stuff. Like, oh, some people use tongue. And she's like, what do you know about that? He's like, hey, like, I was alive Aww. in my time. Like, <laughs> back in my day. And it's only been seven years ago. It's only yeah. like he's, like, 50 years older or something. It's only seven years. So it's, like, it's not that different. But I did that scene as freaking adorable. Yeah. Meep. I do think it's interesting that you have, like, two morally gray characters with Kavinsky and Gray Man. Mm-hmm. But you kind of, like, it's really weird to be like, oh, that one's okay. That one's not. Yeah. Yeah. But this one actually murders people. <laughs> but I like him more. Yeah. Right? Isn't that weird? How, it's because, like, like, he, he genuinely killing... does worse things. Yeah. But you're way more quicker to forgive him than you are Kavinsky. Mm-hmm. Which is because all the bad things that have happened to Kavinsky were literally out of his control. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. <sighs> I love the way she writes. So good. <laughs> characters. <gasps> yes. Mm. All right. Um, well, we answered this one before, but Pip, would you rather these be a TV show or a movie? I think a TV show. And yeah. Then you could have flashbacks to young Maura Kell and Persephone because I need it in my life. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, right. How they meet. And- yeah. Right. Like, I want to know their backstory. <laughs> so you could, like, add that into a TV Aww. show. Pretty cool. I love it. Yes. So cute. Uh, okay. Um, I think that's it for favorite scene, least favorite scene, favorite character. Oh, I don't really have like a least favorite character. They're all pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then TV mm-hmm. show or movie. I think that's it. So should Probably. we sort them? Yes. I guess if I really had to pick a least favorite character, it'd be Orla. Orla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just makes me laugh. <laughs> She's just, because doesn't she, why does she go on the boat ride? She just wants like attention, I think. Right. Oh, you mean like why did they bring her? Yeah. Uh, I is think it because they needed her? They needed a psychic. Oh, that's what it and is. And Gansy is like Orla. I don't remember what her like particular brand of psychic is, but right. they ask her in specifically to come. Right. But she doesn't really help them at all. No. No. She's just kind of like, oh, we're going on a boat. I'm wearing a bikini. Yeah. And the boys are like, oh my god. Orange. Well, all the boys. <laughs> She's like, I'm having a psychic feeling, and they're like, oh, what is it? It's about you and me. And I'm like, oh my 
god yes you're 21 (laughs) right these guys are like gonna be 18 (laughs) well no isn't that that's her brand isn't it her brand of psychic is like she's the one that does like the love phone calls yeah yeah so that's like her brand of psychic is Uh just like relationships and stuff but i think they bring her because she's the only one available Oh, probably. I think the other ones are like, no. Kala's like, I'm not getting in a fucking boat. Exactly. Now it's you. <laughs> and Persephone's like, la 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 la. Mora's and going Mora's out with her like, boyfriend. Butternut. <laughs> Butternut, <laughs> Butternut gray man. Gray man. <laughs> and then so Orla's like the only one left. And Orla's like, I'll go with you guys. And Blue's like, you really don't have to. And Orla's like, oh no, now I'm definitely going with you guys. Yeah, I think she especially went to piss off Blue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as one does. They're basically sisters. Like, they're cousins, technically, but the fact that they live together and, like, the way that they grew up, I'm pretty sure they treat each other like sisters. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But, like, bratty sisters. All right. Shall we sort everybody? Yes. Okay. Guess I'll just kind of go down. Yeah. Declan. A squib? Yeah. (laughs) If not a squib, a Ravenclaw. I know you know more about him because of the next... I would say a Ravenclaw. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Or a Slytherin. Yeah. Just because, like, the self-preservation thing is definitely something. Mm, yeah, I kind of lean a little bit more towards a Slytherin, mm-hmm. I think. If a house, I'd probably say Slytherin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Resourcefulness, the pride, the cunning, the ambition, uh, self Yeah, no, he's uh, a Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's a Slytherin. <laughs> but, like, no, he's definitely a Slytherin because obviously people, like, look at him and they're just like, oh, Slytherin. Like, that's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But when you... In, like, the Dreamer trilogy and you really, like, figure out, you find out why he's like that and you're just like, oh, oh, mm. kind of makes sense, so. He would totally be in Malfoy Manor, like, ah, oh, this is my... <laughs> oh, yes. Aesthetic. Yep. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> suits, like, only wears suits. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Poor boy. No. Okay, Matthew. Matthew's he's a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. No question. <laughs> Angel. Matthew's with us. He, yeah, he is. I will... He's in our club. Yes. I... He's got our jacket. Just no question. Do him and Noah like interact? Meet? Ever? I don't think so. I don't think they ever I don't do. Remember an interaction? Because I think Ronan tries to keep Matthew away from all that stuff because mm-hmm. he's just like Matthew's pure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The most interesting man, the gray man, Dean Allen. What do we say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could literally be. He could be in any, any of, of the houses. He's very. He likes hobbies, so maybe <laughs> Ravenclaw. Oh, I mean, but... oh, no. I think he'd have to be Ravenclaw. Yeah. Who else would read that stuff? That's true. Yeah. I like forgot. That old English poetry. It's like... You ain't going to catch a Gryffindor being into that. Yeah, and he's not a Gryffindor because Gryffindors are very black and white. Exactly. And he is and very he's literally gray. on the cusp. But, like, yeah. I will not decide either way. Gryffindors are very much, like... Mm. Yeah, no, because Ravenclaw, like, wit, learning, wisdom, intelligence, creativity... Yeah. I definitely think yeah, he's a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Mm. Alrighty. Kavinsky. Our poor baby. I kind of want to mm. say Gryffindor. I was going to say, yeah. I think he's a Gryffindor. The crazy side of Gryffindor. Yes. Yeah. He's over there with Tamlin. He's like the out. Oh, God. <laughs> he's like the outcast of <laughs> Gryffindors. Yeah, literally. Like, because the determination, the daring, the nerve. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's definitely like chaotic self. Yeah. He's like, look what I can do. Yeah. And then blows up a fucking car. Oh, oh boy. You know. Kavinsky things. Just, it's like that meme, the He's, just girly things. <laughs> but it's just Kavinsky <laughs> things. Just Kavinsky things. <laughs> Can't come to the phone. I'm doing Kavinsky shit. <laughs> or in that video where it's all the vines that like match yes. up to the characters. His is the guy that's like, what you going to do? Right? He's yeah. Like uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's literally Kavinsky. Yeah. He's also thing. like 
gives me Weasley brother vibes, but like chaotic, like more yeah. so with yeah. if the, the fireworks and you know, right? Just kind of like if the Weasley twins were troubled, fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> we're not raised by Molly Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Niall Lynch. Niall, I also think is a Gryffindor. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think. He is kind of like a vague character that we really only see through Ronan's eyes. You do but... find out a little bit more in the Dreamer trilogy, but oh. I've only read the first book and there's mm-hmm. three. And obviously it's a trilogy. Yeah. Um the second one is out. I think she's still writing the third one. I don't know if the third one's come out, but I haven't gotten to the second no, one. I don't yet. think it's out yet. But you do kind of learn a little bit more about him. I mean, I honestly have think to be he'd a... either be a Gryffindor or a Hufflepuff. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's hard because it's like he really does love his family, but he mm-hmm. also was pretty like solo. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, he could also be a Slytherin, honestly, because he was also very like sneaky. Cause remember, he had that whole side business where he would like dream of these like weird collective yeah. things. So the ones are the like market family orientated too. That's true. To an extent, mm-hmm. but then they're also very much about themselves and yeah. their legacy, kind of. So maybe he is a Slytherin. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it would explain where Douglin gets it from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I definitely see Ronan in him. Yeah, so. but he does. He does have like a soft side, well, especially like when it comes to his boys. Yeah, I think and Aurora. Ooh, wait, oh, wait, you find and then about Aurora? We could cast her later. She's more. Oh yeah, yeah. pops up more. Oh, no, I mean, like, because, you know, like, she's a dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You find out, like, <laughs> that whole thing. Jeez. It's really cool. And then, well, we don't have to, because, like, Orla and Jimmy, they're very big. Jimmy is a Gryffindor or a Hufflepuff. Probably. Jimmy, I think, is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. She's very much, like, when everything's blowing up in the house, she's like, oh, make tea. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> runs off and, like, just Orla. to calm everybody. Orla's one of the uh, bow Batten's girls. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh. Uh-huh. definitely me right <laughs> i walk in mm-hmm. and all of a sudden birds appear yeah, <laughs> yeah she definitely is mm. oh do we want to do ask pip like who she would sort oh blue the their boys? og ones yeah. yeah what about blue where would you put blue uh gryffindor yeah yeah, yeah. she's pretty feisty right yeah i don't remember where we put her. we i think we did gryffindor right. also we were pretty like agreeable with yeah with all of them yeah gansey Hufflepuff with Ravenclaw tendencies. Oh, oh. I'm or, pretty sure we said Ravenclaw. Yeah, we were like. Well, I mean, yeah, no, he's a Ravenclaw, but like he's he has the does have Hufflepuff in him. Yeah, he's mm. got very much Hufflepuff vibes, but brain wise, did we put him in Hufflepuff? Ravenclaw. I can't remember. No, we put him in Ravenclaw because he's so oh, yeah. just like knowledge is power. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. <laughs> Welsh kings, honestly. Let me spit you some facts. Yeah. Spit you some knowledge. Ronan, what do you think? I want to say Slytherin, but my, I, I, Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we say Gryffindor. And actually, I found this, yeah. I found a Maggie Stiefvater tweet where she casts Ronan and Adam. I was going to say, doesn't she? Oh, she oh, casted yeah. them? Yeah. I thought she also sorted all of them too, didn't she? I think she did. I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. That's Not cast them. Sorry, I meant sure. sort. Uh, okay. I'm trying oh. to find the tweet. Imagine if she casted them. That would be amazing. Maggie. Yes. And then Adam, I mean, <laughs> yes. Oh, Adam. <laughs> Hufflepuff, right, Jane? I don't know. I could see him in all of them. He was just like very much Hufflepuff. Angsty Hufflepuff boy. Yeah, that's true. Noah. Hufflepuff. Yeah. 
Maybe a oh, maybe yeah. alive him would be Gryffindor. Yeah, because they said he was different. he was like very outgoing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and chaotic. He was a skater boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mercy boy. Yep. He was also murdered with a skateboard. Oh. Kala. Uh, mm-hmm. Gryffindor. Yeah. Mora. I don't. Hmm. I think we said Gryffindor. Yeah. She's also really smart. Oh, so okay. I, can see I found the tweet for Maggie. Ah. Wait, Persephone. Say Persephone, and then. Oh yeah, Persephone. I say Ravenclaw with Hufflepuff yeah. tendencies because she's basically Luna Lovegood. Oh yeah, <laughs> we said the same thing. So Ravenclaw. Interesting. Grown. Okay. Oh, what did she say? <laughs> so she actually put Adam for Slytherin, which I mean, I guess makes sense because mm. he has ambition. He has way like a lot of ambition. Yeah. Like he definitely wants you know, and self preservation and resourcefulness. Just kidding. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> Ronan, she did put him in Gryffindor. I... Noah, she did put him in Hufflepuff, and Gansey, she put in Gryffindor. Oh, and Kavinsky, she put him in Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And then she also did Henry, but Why we haven't met work? him yet. Aw, Henry. Oh, Henry. I can't fucking wait. So I have Henry casted for like six months. I've had him casted. Oh, Henry. Oh, Henry. The last Raven boy. Yes. Sweet baby. Okay. Oh, my God. She also <laughs> She also did. I found um, people ask, they're like, I need to know their zodiac signs of the Raven boys. It's for schoolwork. She goes, Ronan, Scorpio, Henry, Capri Sun, Adam. <laughs> Harvard, blue, blue, Gansey, blue, Noah, peach knots. <laughs> She's like, did I do it right? Did you get an A? I Adorable. love her so much. Gansey, blue. <laughs> blue, blue, Gansey, blue. If not Glendower, blue. That's his own. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, How I cute. love it so much. Why does so it work, cute. though? Why does it work? I just love Capri Sun. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So great. Amazing. Ronan would be a fucking Scorpio, though. What does that make sense? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. There's nothing else for him. But yeah. Yeah. So she actually put Adam in Slytherin. Mm. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm glad that we were right with Ronan, though. We're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. No, he's definitely Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. I, I oh, what? I mean, what like, other house would one, Noah belong to? That prompt that was going around, like, oh, what do the houses do when they're presented with a locked door like what's their reaction that says what house they're in gryffindor is they punch it <laughs> right and they kick it down they kick it down right. yeah which would ronin. literally be ronin yeah i have done that a few times slytherins <laughs> like pick the lock or no what do slytherins do um ravenclaw is find the key slytherin is pick, pick the, the lock. lock hufflepuff is knock, knock. <laughs> yeah. it's just funny because i remember the first time i ever heard that i genuinely in my head was like why don't you just knock and yeah. then it was like hufflepuffs would knock and i was like oh shit well for me <laughs> if i go up to a door and it shouldn't be locked like i go up well with see the you don't know you have no idea if yeah. it's supposed to be locked or not it's just if you're approached just by a locked door so what do many, you do the locked door like, is walking instinct. up to me and i'm gonna punch it in the face <laughs> but so many times at work when i have to go get stuff like from the closet from my boss's office and Mm -hmm. those doors should be closed but unlocked so people can get the stuff that's in there yeah and so many times i go up to it and it's fucking locked and it pisses me off (laughs) so i I punch it like why why am i not surprised (laughs) you damn gryffindor and i turn around and then i ask someone for the key like where the fuck's the key why is this door locked and i get mad good so I just absolutely love that she picked Kavinsky and Mordor. Mordor. <laughs> it's beautiful. Because oh, it makes sense. Yes. I love it. So, what's everyone reading and watching? 
Uh, I am currently reading Dune. Oh, wow. Yeah. I told my dad I thought about it. My dad got super excited. So I was like, okay, 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 I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, because after we watched the movie together, my dad was like, he, it was so adorable. It was like a fanboy moment where he just like, because these, these books have been out since uh-huh. like the 80s. So like, and my dad started reading them. Like he remember, he told me he remembered like having like a paperback version of the first one. And he like totally went into it and says like how the movie doesn't even scrape. It doesn't even scrape the surface mm. of the first book. Wow. So I'm d- and now that I'm like listening to it and I'm reading it, I'm just like, oh, we're like already halfway through. The book's like 20 something hours, um, okay. which is for those of you who are imagining this, uh, Court of Silver Flames was also 20-something hours. Yeah. So they're about the same thickness as that. So it's a little bit around that size. Crescent City was like 36 or something, right? Hours? No, it was 20-something. Oh. This was like 27, I think. So it's around the size of like Crescent City or um, Court of Silver Flames. So like books there. you can kill somebody with if you yeah, really they're, they're, to. Yeah, they're thick. Two Cs. Yeah. Um, so How much momentum to decapitate somebody? Right. Think? But I definitely think seeing the movie... Um, I'm not about to do a movie soda on this, so don't get excited. There's oh. too much. It, I mean, I could, but like it would be very one, much... not like an in-depth one? You no, know? there's no way I could do yeah. an in-depth one, but I could definitely do a, a brief one because there are some scenes that they didn't do, which I can see why they didn't do, and there are some things that they've already changed, and I'm just like, but I understand why. Mm-hmm. But I am only like a couple hours into it, and we're about halfway through the movie. So I don't know what the other movies are going to be like, but yeah. that's what I'm... I think watching the movie prepared me. Like, if I tried reading this without seeing the movie, my brain would be lost. Mm-hmm. But because, like, I have, like, a... Context. Yeah. Like, I have yeah. a... And I also, like, after the movie, my dad kind of, like, broke down, like, what the house is and everything and who they were, and I was like, oh, okay. So now reading the story, I'm just like, ah, Paul, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of, like, easier for me to, like, navigate the world, so... Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I really like it, but it's... It's a bit... Good luck. Yeah, it's I hefty. don't know if I'll ever read it's that It's I really like it, Um, the audiobook. It's really weird, though, because some chapters are read just solely by the narrator, and then some chapters are acted out by, like, multiple oh, voice actors. That's confusing. That's cool. So it's really cool. It's kind of funny, though, because Timothy Chalamet is supposed to be playing a 15-year-old. And I'm like, oh, they changed that one. Timothy Chalamet? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's... Yeah, okay. If I ever do a movie set, I'll get more into it. But Go yes, off. yes. <laughs> That's what I'm reading. So I'm currently listening to Dune. Mm. So. Nice. I'm listening to Blue Lily Lily Lou. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Which I love the voice. You've like, yeah. been raving about him for yeah. years. Yeah. I love it. He but even yeah, does the awesome. Dreamer trilogy. He does like all of her books. Yeah. I absolutely And then the it. music well, in the it too ones. is by Maggie. She, yeah. She did that. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. She's so like talented. Multi-talented. Woman. She's amazing. She draws. She writes. Mm-hmm. She composes. She paints. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she raises kids. She makes book boxes that are like impossible to get. She creates tarot decks. Yeah. Which you have. I do have. Mm. I have the Raven one. I think she has one for the Scorpio, Scorpio, Scorpion races. Scorpio races. Yeah, she has one for that too. I do not own that one. Mm. I only wrote, I own the Raven Prophecy one. Ah, cool. Mm. Jane, are you reading anything or uh, books? I'm reading the Unhoneymooners. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> it's so cute. I, yeah. I like threw that book at you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally did. You're just like here, <laughs> read it. <laughs> You're like I'm in a book slump. Yes. Rom-com it is. Here you I go. I understand. I mean, I do have that one on my um, to-read list, so if we ever do that one, mm-hmm. oh, you'll be, be reminded. Like Valentine's. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was That'd thinking. We'll one. do like a bunch of rom-coms in February. <sighs> yes. That one's so It'll be fun. great. <laughs> that one and... Uh, so you did like two of them, didn't you? Yeah, I, I was depressed, so I read <laughs> some rom-coms. Because <laughs> I can read those in like a day. They're just so exactly. like... Exactly. They're just like, whoop. 
What was the other one called, Jane? Beach Read? On Honeymooners. Beach Read, yeah. Yes. I love that one. Like, that's a really good... I have both of them on my book anyway. Just waiting to be read. But yes. yeah. I told my dad I'd read Dune, so, so here we are. Yeah. Are we watching anything? Well, I just rewatched a whole anime that I gave to you. Oh yeah, to borrow. Yes, the ancient Magus. Magus. Mm-hmm. Bride. Wife. Bride. Bride. Oh, yes. is that good? I've I remember oh, seeing amazing. the manga and I haven't read it. And yeah, is it good? Oh, it's really good. Yes. I remember watching it because I was really um, intrigued by the character design of the main dude. Um, and I watched it, loved it. And then I was at Walmart the other day and it was like the whole series for like $30. And I was like, sure, I love this anime. And I love when they're like complete series, like mm-hmm. all in one. Yes. So I was just like, bloop. And then I rewatched it like over the weekend and I was like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So she so. passed that to me. I shall watch. I just binged the crap out of that. So that's the, like yeah. the last thing that I watched. Hmm. What you yeah. watching, Pip? I'm watching Leverage. It's very nice. Oh, Ooh, yay! That's a fun show. My it's, mom watches that. It's a good one. <laughs> what are you watching, Bridget? Uh, what am I watching? Ooh, Mayor of Easttown with Kate oh. Winslet. And uh, why did I forget his name? I love him. What's his name? Is that the one? Evan Peters. Like... God oh, damn no, it. I'm just kidding. Is that a TV uh, show? Yes. Okay, just kidding. HBO. It won like a oh. million Emmys like for every... It's the one streaming thing. service I don't have. Uh, HBO. You just use mine. I know. I have you and I have Beth, but do I use it? No. Nope. <laughs> yes, I'm watching that one. I have two episodes left. Oh, boy. I think I know who the killer is. I'm usually Ooh. right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff, like small town, right? crimey things. Um, Perfect. And then I'm kind of like slowly making my way through... Downtown. Uh, walking fast. <laughs> Paces fast and homebound. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the Korean show called again, Jane? Squid Why Game. Squid Game. Yeah, mm-hmm. making my way through that. Nice. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that. I have no. I have Drive no. For it. Yeah, I have no mm-hmm. want to watch that. Yeah. Like every time I tell people I haven't watched it, they're like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "It just seems intense." It is. It's very and much so like my brain's battle not in royale the right spot for that. Right Hunger now. Games, but so, adults. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nah. <laughs> yeah. cool. Second half of the year is a little bit rough, so I tend not to go to that side. Seasonal depression is a thing. <laughs> Yay. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I guess. Well, next time, who knows? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a holiday coming yeah, up. Yeah, the holidays and, get a little funky, yeah. and I don't know. We'll see. It's either going to be blue, lily, lily, blue. It might be a movie show that we did a while back that I've been saving. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Yeah, we'll we right. will finish the Raven Boys, yes. Raven Cycle. Yes, yes. And Jane will be with us before for the, the year is out. We will finish it <laughs> someday in the one way or another. Future. And I will finally tell you guys who my fucking Henry is. <laughs> I've been waiting. God, I'm excited. Does he come in the next one? Yeah, he's in the next one. I think one, he right? like pops he, in and he's yeah. very vague. He's introduced into the yeah. next one and then becomes like a he's core like player. Really trying to join oh. the squad, right? He's just like he's like Gainsey's like fanboy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he pops Henry. in because he's trying. Isn't he trying to get like signatures or something? And he's yeah. like, Gainsey, my man. And Gainsey's like, okay, bye. And Henry's like, but wait. You guys are the same brand of human. <laughs> <being> friends. <laughs> uh, I'm just the Asian version of you. Yeah. And you were the white boy version of me. B metaphors. Woo. <laughs> Saved his life. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. All right. Shall we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. So thank you for joining us. Pippin, of course. Thank you. This was fun. Yes. You are very busy. 
thank you for joining us <laughs> right you're welcome it's always a pleasure when we get to have you on yes. for an episode i always yes. love doing it mm-hmm. yes okay Alrighty, thanks so much for listening, guys. Keep reading and keep watching. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.